Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part three, one sleepy baby minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Menez in the news. <laughs> and today we are going back to minute five, which starts with the camera continuing to track across Doc's yard as dawn rises and ends with... Uh, with the the camera sort of pushing in on the on a staticky TV as the credit for uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis comes on the screen, isn't it amazing that this week ends exactly at the last credit? It really it's really clean. It's just a testament to just like to a T. Zemeckis just knows how to time his stuff. Yeah, like even exactly the five minutes in, and we're we're gonna roll into the. Movie proper on Monday. Mm-hmm. What an adorable, heartwarming minute this is. Yeah, I know, right? I love it. It's like it's almost like uh, it, it almost feels like a Christmas card. It does. It really does. It makes me want uh want a Back to the Future Christmas movie. To be honest, Christmas special or something. Yeah, because so like so the whole minute In a is world just... where Star Wars got a holiday special. Where's Back to the Future's holiday special? Yeah. Doc, I want to see the birth of Christ. Well, all right, but I mean, there's a there's a world where you could have done a a uh, you know a Back to the Future like Christmas Carol kind of thing. Yeah, you're telling me you don't want the manger, but then like the DeLorean is like kind of no. like popped in. No, I don't want that at all. Why? That sounds, that sounds terrible. It's the story of Christmas. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> hashtag not my Christmas. Uh, I I uh, I don't know, but I, they're doing a Christmas Carol with like Biff as Scrooge, you yeah. know, and uh, M- Marty or George. Uh, George is, I mean, it's all there. Like George is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name? Um, Tiny Tim's dad, Cratchit. Yeah, Kermit. Yeah, yeah, Kermit. Right. <laughs> Bless us all. Oh man, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. So the camera pans around Doc's living room um, with a really beautiful, peaceful little bit of music from Alan Silvestri. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Well, there's wet clothes hung mm-hmm. near what used to be a fire, but now it's just like coals, um, dead coals. We get Doc's little mantelpiece of heroes. Right. Right. Uh, but I like I like that. He put the wet clothes there, but it's just like the jacket and shoes. It's not like clothes, clothes. No, yeah, and like socks. Right. It's just jackets, socks, mm-hmm. shoes. We That's see- it. Because everybody, because because Marty and Doc are just in the clothes that they were wearing. Mm-hmm. Marty has his feet popped propped up on the hoverboard, which is amazing. Yeah, it's it's one of the moments. This is one of those moments where the hoverboard. Sort of becomes iconic for me. I would argue in this movie, not in the second one. Well, it, it almost becomes part of the gang, right? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the carpet in Aladdin. Yeah, or like Harry's firebolt. Right. Absolutely. 
kind of it feels like it almost has a personality of its own or something yeah like it you know like when the way they use it it's kind of like that moment in thor the dark world where he puts his hammer on the coat rack uh-huh where it just feels like when they it, they humanize it where it's not just like an action prop right uh but yeah marty's uh asleep uh, barefoot with the hoverboard as a footrest and mm-hmm. Copernicus is politely waiting for his humans to wake up. That way the dogs do. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's awake. He's just patiently like laying there, like eyes open, just sort of like looking around. Like, can we get up yet? Mm-hmm. Doc's uh, asleep. Get screenplay. This is, is this the, this is the first time we've seen Copernicus since the first movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you almost kind of forget that that's Copernicus. Right, because he's in the he's in the first movie during the brain the brain machine thing because mm-hmm. he was testing it on the dog originally, and I think you cut to Copernicus for a second. Yeah, because uh, you for a second you're like that's not Einstein. You're like, oh right, Copernicus. Right, right, right. Um. So yeah, so there's that. I Who like the, the detail. We, we found out in the comics what, what was the name of the dog he had prior to Copernicus. Oh, I can't remember. Galileo. It might have been Galileo. Or did we make that up? No, he for sure had a dog because it was the comic where the military came. Well, that would have been after Copernicus then. Okay. Right? Yeah, I think or, right. okay. or is it Or was it when he was young? Was it the looking for a few good scientists or was it? I think that's what I'm thinking. I think it was looking for a few good scientists. He had a dog. I don't remember. Anyway. Sorry. Um, anyway. I like the detail that Doc doesn't have a blanket. He just has his robe thrown over him. Yeah. Because I like the idea that Marty's like, I don't, Doc, where do you keep your blankets? I don't. All right. Because if you notice, he doesn't have a blanket, Marty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Marty doesn't have a blanket and Doc doesn't have a blanket, but he found the robe. So he throws the robe over him. Mm -hmm. It very much feels like this moment feels like, and I know you'll know what I'm talking about. Like, those 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 mornings after you and your buddies had like a night out drinking and you stumble home and you have sort of like a lazy like 3 4 a.m. where you're just like watching TV and you all just sort of fall asleep and then you yeah, wake totally. up the next morning and you're like still in your clothes from yesterday and and everybody's just sort of like quiet and like mm-hmm. hungover and you know like it feels like one of those totally, mornings. yeah like there, there's some care given but right like a guy's equivalent of caring right because like there's no yeah because like not marty's like i'm not gonna get you out of your clothes but like i'll throw like a robe over you because we're pals right yeah, yeah it just feels like- very, it just feels very domesticated in a way that i'm really into <laughs> yeah yeah i like it a lot uh, and, and since the TV is on static, uh, presumably Marty fell asleep watching TV, Yeah, which I just, I love because it's like after everything, <laughs> after everything that's happened to him in the past, like 48 hours, cause like in the past 48 hours, he has gone from being in 1955, coming back to 1985, Going to sleep, waking up the next morning, getting picked up by Doc, going to 2015, going to alternate 1985, going back to 1955, and now he's here. And it's been about two days, about 48 hours or so. And he is like, okay, well, nothing left to do but watch TV, I guess. Watch the old idiot box. Yeah. I like to think that he was watching uh, The Honeymooners. Well, what would be on TV at like... 11 o'clock at night 
porn. In 1955. Burlesque. Burlesque. <laughs> it's like the, the it was he was watching one of those squiggly channels, but it was yeah it was burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> Show me uh, your legs. <laughs> Booby tassels. Booby times. Um Anyway, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. What, probably like probably like a Godzilla movie or something. I don't know. No, in nineteen fifty five. I don't know. I don't know what was on TV in nineteen fifty five. It would have been like an old monster movie or something like yeah. that, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know what 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 time did TV turn off? I wonder back then. Like one, two. Yeah. Maybe it was beginning of the end with Robert Graves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of those, like, I'm thinking like one of those late night creature features with like the host. Totally. Like, yeah, like Elvira. But not Yeah, Elvira. something like that, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, whatever it was, he fell asleep watching it and it turned into static. And uh, that's where we leave the week and leave the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I like that they, it's something that. I don't know. In, in big movies like this, I, you always remember those little human moments. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they get they get some good shut-eye here. Much needed shut-eye. Because they got to, you know, Lord knows they won't have time for it later. Right. Right. It'll be, um... I'm curious if, uh, as we... As we go on with this... Yeah. I'm wondering if there is any hard answer to how long Marty is in 1955 this time. Oh, you mean like before going back to the 80s, the 1880s? Go, 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 yeah, going back to the 1880s, yeah. Like how long is the process between now finding the DeLorean, rebuilding it, and sending him on his way? On the way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to. That that should be something we should uh, keep an Try eye out for. That's totally. Yeah. How long do you think um, Doctor Strange trained um, with the Ancient One before, like, you know, the events of Act Two? Mm, I don't know. Two years. Like, two years. A year. A year. Two years. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Does that kind of leave That's that what vague? I assumed. I assumed it was something like. Three months before he shaved the beard, right, and then and then it was like, yeah, like another year or so after that. Man, Maybe that's like great. He didn't hear from Rachel McAdams for like a year. Yeah, he also contacted her all the time, and he doesn't strike me as a desperate guy. So, I I I can't imagine he sent her something more than once a month. Right. Yeah. I bet if you looked at his email you would be able to tell about how long he was gone by the dates on the emails. Right, 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 right. Well, when I go see it again, I'll have to... Yeah, or when we get the Blu-ray and you can pause. Right. Yeah. Total time is relevant. when we cover that movie minute by minute. Yeah, uh, Doctor Strange minute. Oh, that's not going to be a thing that happens. Not At least not with us. (laughs) You know what? I'm surprised. You know, you were talking talking about Little Mermaid and, and, and the Aristocats. I'm surprised no one started like a Disney minute yet. I'm kind of surprised of that too, because with animation, uh, each frame has so much stuff in it, you know. Yeah, or like a Spielberg minute, or something like that. 
would be really cool, but I don't know. Not by us. Not by us. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's all I've got for this. Uh, so we will uh, wrap up our first week. Um, just a quick shout out to our, uh, our, our movies by minute brethren. Uh, you can go to moviesbyminutes.com and you can see all of our uh, all of the our fellow Movies by Minutes podcasts. Uh, Star Wars Minute, of course, the Patriarchs. They're back covering Attack of the Clones. Soon to feature uh, you as a guest. Right, yeah. On uh, Minute 18, I believe that already happened. Uh, all uh, time so, is relative. Uh, yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I was on minute 18 of uh, Attack of the Clones Minute, so go go check that out if you haven't. And check out the other Movies by Minutes, uh, our, yeah, our Movies by Minutes brethren. And, and go check out uh, the other two Movies by Minutes podcasts on our site, DuelingGenre.com, of uh, like Lord of the Rings Minute and Harry Potter Minute. So both going strong. We've got three daily podcasts on our site right now. Mm-hmm. Mind-boggling. So, anyway. I like that All right. we don't do it. Oh, that we don't do the other two? Like, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. It's like getting free content for our site. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> working. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we will be back next week with our first guest and uh, beginning our discussion of the movie proper. So, have a good have weekend. A- Bye.